Good morning, everybody. It's the Men of Encouragement podcast, and today is such a beautiful day. We worship the God who was. We worship the God who is. We worship the God who evermore will be. He opened the prison doors. He parted the raging sea. My God, he holds the victory. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet. We shout out of your praise. There's joy. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Today is a beautiful day. And uh, we're in the house of the Lord. <laughs> God bless you. Good morning. We're so excited that you are here to be with us. Men of encouragement. Let's, let's go ahead and give uh, let's go ahead and give the Lord a shout. Yeah, the God who saves. Always makes a way. Uh huh. Yeah. There's joy, baby. I feel it. I feel the joy in this house today. Yeah. Now royalty. Hey, welcome, welcome, everybody. I am, I am just Brother Q, and and we have here today uh, Brother Donald Dixon here just a couple of men from men of encouragement podcast men's ministry here um in the portland metro area and we just want to welcome you if you've never seen this podcast before you know the heart and soul behind it is obviously uh no i would say obviously the, the heart and soul behind the podcast is to be able to uh encourage men uh to encourage people 
right? But you know, we're we're speaking to the we're speaking to the brothers. You know, we're speaking to you to encourage you and to invite you into a space uh, to where we are doing a. Let me make sure we get our. It must be reggae. There we go. Yeah. So we just want to invite you into a space to where we are um, sharing ourselves with you and hopefully sharing a good word of encouragement. You know, the men's ministry of uh, Mount Olivet is doing a lot of things. And you'll find out more if you've been watching our our, our previous podcasts of the last over the last couple of weeks. Um, we have the father daughter breakfast coming up on June. I'm um, sorry, January uh, or February 18th. Forgive me. February 18th. And so we are wanting to just do an outreach, you know, and tap a brother on the shoulder, you know, and let the brother know this podcast is for you. The breakfast on February um, 18th is for you and your daughter. Bring them, bring her, bring all of your children, bring all of your daughters. Um, and then just there's some other nuances that we try to talk through to try to encourage every man, letting them know that there are women, young women who, uh, you know, don't have a father figure. And we just hope to be able to encourage men uh, to take the lead and um, create that, you know, that relationship and bond. Um, that we have as father figures to um, the young women in our lives, whether it be a niece, uh, granddaughter. Um, but welcome, men of encouragement, Brother Dixon. How are you doing, sir? Fantastic. Uh, you know, just a little heavy hearted about um, the events that uh, uh, took place in Memphis, but um, it's amazing that when we get a chance to see things like that, knowing that things like that, have gone on and, and taking place for quite some time. You know, we haven't seen any, uh, a group of police beating anybody since Rodney King. So, um, but he didn't die. You know, this situation led to a tragic death. And so my heart goes out to the family, uh, the mother who's shown a lot of strength and shown to be a godly woman in this situation. Um, and so I admire her strength and her, her uh, resolve from having experienced that. I have a daughter that lives in Memphis. And so, you know, that kind of hits close to home because she's been in Memphis for quite some time. And we've always talked about um, the police there, but um, to see that happen uh, was really tragic. Yeah, yeah. And it's, um, you know, this one of those things that we talked offline today. It's, um, you know, the, the parenting doesn't stop. You know, the fatherhood doesn't stop. And, um, I can only imagine, um, can't even imagine, you know, what it feels like for, you know, a, a mother's cry out um, for her son and um, and just how, you know, just how important um, the relationship with our parents are, you know, uh, especially, you know, in this space, we, you know, we just highlight, you know, men and fathers, but the relationship with our parents is, uh, it goes on way beyond high school. You know what I mean? Like, mm. don't, don't fool yourself that when you turn 18, you're an adult. I'm like, you just getting warm <laughs> at the age mm. of 18. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that, um, you know, that we do and we, you know, we have the, you know, we have the, uh, you know, we have the choice that we can make some things. We, could, we, we have the ability to choose what we want more of what we want after we're 18. But then we also have the responsibility of those choices as well. And so having, you know, parents that are there to be able to help guide you. Um, but it can't happen just like, you know, 
on its own. You got to have a relationship. And so I, I just want to say, how, how is it for you as a father, um, you know, parenting? And your kids are adults, are they not? Yeah, I, mean, I have a 34-year-old and 31-year-old. My, my daughter um, just turned 31 um, on the 25th of this month. So, um, you know, they, they remind me, because my son's birthday is in December, so I got December and January. So they remind me that they kept every single card that I've ever given them for their birthdays. And I said, wow, I didn't know you guys gathered and collected every single one of them. And so that... That kind of touched my heart, but um, you know, it, it, it for both of them, I cut the umbilical cords for both of them, and have been been there ever since. You know, that that's a unique situation for me. I only can speak from my own personal experience, yeah. but uh, I, I I went to both of their colleges to drop them off and be there for a little while before, you know, uh, I turned them over to their four year experiences in schools and colleges. One went to Tuskegee, the other went to Benedict, which is in oh, wow. South Carolina. And uh, my son is getting ready to get married June the 30th. And so that's getting ready to be uh, quite an event in South Carolina to, to watch him finally get married. Um, but I remember dropping them both off in kindergarten, you know, and the kindergarten teachers say, okay, don't stay here, you know, just drop them off and leave. Don't get caught up in being here until, you know, so I can remember that. And, I can remember doing birthday parties at the school. I always came to the school into one of their classrooms and do their birthday parties so that we wouldn't send out invitations and people felt left out who was in the class who couldn't come to the party. So we would go to the party and did that. So I did that for both of my, my kids all the way up until high school. So from kindergarten to, 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 to their senior years in high school, and they kind of felt they was getting a little too old in high school, but they still went with it. They still did it. I would choose a class and go to their class, bring a cake and ice cream, and we'd sing happy birthday. The whole class would. and do it. So I did that from kindergarten all the way through. And so um, for both kids. And um, they both were three-sport athletes, and so I involved them in all sports and all that kind of stuff. So, so my parenting with them was from day one, from cutting the cord all the way through. So they've always seen me be in their life. So it's not brand new when it comes time to dealing with our relationship and dealing with all the things that start coming up in life. Um, I was part of each of their baptism. You know, when they both were baptized, I was right there for them to be baptized. I mean, so there's some been some major monumental events you know my son when he played aau and we went to um uh, myrtle not, not the myrtle beach but we went to Cocoa beach which is in florida and um so we stopped in disney world first before we went there and my daughter came along so she traveled along with us we went to disney world and they got a chance to have a good time before they had to go over to Cocoa Beach to play in the basketball tournament, you know. I mean, I can talk about all kind of trips that they took. That's why they were so used to traveling. And so they both traveled out and haven't been back since. They went <laughs> in Memphis and the other one is in South Carolina, you know. And so we long distance and they, they come through during the summer. And, you know, the kids, you know, we have the grandkids. They come through during the summer. It's kind of a tradition for that. And, and um so all their trials and tribulations that come up, you know, they're used to, um, you know, they, they hate to, 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 to call on dad and, and say, dad, I need you. They, they're, they're a lot less hesitant to call when they need to have, you know, some funds, some money and having some money problems and stuff like that. You know, I'll hear from them real quick. But other than that, um, 
you know, for the trials and tribulations of life, you know, I've always tried to let them know that, you know, God is greater than me. And so you need to know who he is, you know, because I'm not going to always be around. My mom used to mess with me all the time about what you're going to do when I'm not here. And so I kind of passed that on to my kids. What you're going to do if I'm not here, if I'm not around, you need to be able to go to God because I'm not God. And that's who I serve. And you need to have a relationship with him because he's greater than me. And so that's the that's the advice I give. So so parenting didn't start. I mean, it's been ongoing and it hasn't stopped as, as I continue to keep getting older, as they continue to keep getting older then we get a chance to see how it evolves. You know, it's just an evolution process. You know, I appreciate that. You know, I want to ask you, what has been my word that I've been saying about the men's ministry, what we got to get to that E word that, that we need to have equity. Yes, sir. So mm -hmm. when I hear you, when I hear you talk about um, all those activities that you uh, partnered with your wife and for your kids um, being there, at all those different events, you are, you know, you're establishing equity with them over time you know nobody's giving you a blue ribbon right for, no. for doing all these things mm -hmm. but it's so mm -hmm. it's so critical right as a father to be building this relationship with your children because you're living this you know this afterlife and i'm saying afterlife like after you're outside of the home right so you're in it mm -hmm. you've been living it and so to be able to have this working relationship and have this equity with your kids knowing showing them like you know i'm here at all these events i'm here to support you I'm here to to love you in in spite of yourself at times. You know what I mean? Like you're building you're you're building you're building this um this rapport, and um that equity to me is everything when we get to this adult life, because when you've been talking to you know your children, and I'm sure for my fa my own father talking to me, there's a lot of things that we are being told about what does the word say, you know. And Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is my dad's scripture to me. You know, I'm, I'm not able to hear him. You know what I mean? I'm not able to hear, like, I'm not able to digest. I hear you, but I'm not able to put it to, you know, I'm not able to put it to work. And so this leads me to, you know, why that is so important, right? Building the equity with your children is that you we're just planting seeds. You know what I mean? And God is greater than us. You know, we are just, you know, we are just men. You know, we are just clay, you know? Um, but it leads us to, our title today, and it is the father's voice and being able to pour into our kids and being able to, to be, you know, to be fathers um, and share the word of God. The father's voice is what we are hoping that they would be able to hear, right? Be able to hear and to be able to um, have their relationship with the father because we ain't going to be there all the time. You know what I mean? I've been through some things that my dad would have said, could have saved me from, but because I was in my own space, in my own world as a man, um, or just even timing, accidents have happened, right? That he couldn't save me from himself physically, but the father can, right? But the father, when I say the father, I, the father, our God, God, the father, right? And so, um, but my dad's voice as well, sharing you know sharing these words of encouragement um has been something to be able to give me this uh this this link this sense of importance this connection this awareness of the father's voice amen yeah so um 
with the um, with regards to the father's voice, Brother Dixon, I know that I'm not saying anything that isn't um, true for you as well. But contextually, how important is the father's voice to you? Or how important is the father's voice? And I'm speaking to, to God, referring to God. And then if you can just speak on the father's voice as a man. Well, the first and foremost is, is the, it's our heavenly father's voice before it's our earthly father's voice. And, you know, God existed before he spoke. Okay, before he spoke, he spoke everything into existence. It was his voice that made everything what it is and made us who we are. It was the father's voice. Um, he said, he said, he said, he said, and what he said, he saw. And he gave us or he made us to be like him before because before there was Eve, there was only Adam. And, I, and Adam was told by God, I'm going to bring you everything and I want you to name it. And whatever you name it, that is going to be its name. So everything that we have that exists comes from Adam naming it. And God brought it to him from him to, him to speak it and for him to say it. He want his voice. He wanted his voice to be the voice that was going to have the authority. Okay. And so that's the source of the earthly father's authority is from the father who gave him voice to have authority. In fact, he had so much authority when he spoke that he even named Eve when she came. When she came and God brought Eve to him too. And I always tell women, you know, how do you get to your man? Well, God brought Eve to Adam. Well, you need to let God bring you to your Adam. Versus you going out trying to do it and find it on your own because you on your own and you just mentioned Proverbs five. I mean, Proverbs three, five and six. When you lean to your own understanding, things are going to seem like, you know, like he seemed like he the right dude. He seemed like this. He seemed like that. And and, and, and Bible says, you know, there's a way that seems right, but it leads to destruction, death and to the wrong way. And so we're not supposed to trust in ourselves. We're supposed to trust in the Lord. For him to lead, guide, and direct our path to the, the direction we go. So we are supposed to let God lead us, guide us, and direct us. And right now, today, we have the Holy Spirit that we're supposed to let lead us and guide us and direct us. And a lot of times, we want to drive, and we don't want to move over and let the Holy Spirit drive. And, and so we end up going the wrong way, and then we want God to fix what we messed up doing that we took off and went on our own way. So the Father's voice comes from the father himself. And so unless we're connected with the father, then we're not going to be saying the right things. Now, even though our voice is very important and very powerful, oftentimes men feel guilt, shame, and condemnation for saying stuff because they don't think that they can speak on things because they're not perfect or that they haven't done it themselves or what have you. And they shouldn't really look at it that way. In fact, our voice is even more important when we have experience doing things that maybe we shouldn't have did and, and, and have had experiences that have not been good because we can share that and pass that on to others. You know, that's the old saying, you know, don't, don't, don't do like I did. Okay. Don't do like I did. You know, this is what I, this is what I did. And, and so now you don't need to do what I did. 
Yeah. You know, you need to do something different. I need to plant the seed for you to do something different other than that. Everyone is looking for the father's voice. You know, there used to be a song growing, I mean, a, a, a movie um, growing up that those who are my age would know about. And it was my three sons, you know. And so it, it was the father who was dealing with the voice of the father. And everybody was paying attention to the father. They wanted to hear what the father had to say. You know, I know growing up, you know, everybody was paying attention to the father. You know, we was paying attention to his plate. You know, when he had his plate, that seemed like it was the king's plate. Everybody <laughs> else's plate didn't look the same, you know. And so he, he just seemed to be, who, who, who is this guy that just seems to, to draw all this attention and garner all this respect and everything else like that? So it's like the E.F. Hutton type of situation. When he speak, everybody listen, everybody had to be quiet. And everybody have to give honor and give reverence to to the father. Now, the absence of that means that they're going to get that authority and that power and that voice from some other source. So it's very important that the father be responsible for what is being spoken and what's being said. And if he don't have the head, and I always tell you this, you know, that the head is Christ. If we don't have the head then we're going to be headless and not being able to talk and speak and say the things that we need to speak into not only our kids' life, but first and foremost, our wives and our significant others. Because what we say means something, and, and people are going to tell us what we say. They remember what we say real well, good or bad. Yeah. Good or bad. They remember what we said good, and they remember what we said bad. And so that's how much people pay attention to the Father's voice. Yeah. And, you know, um, let's just make it real clear, brethren. <laughs> None of us are perfect. So, like, when you think about being, you know, this Godhead and, you know, we're going to encourage you to have a relationship with Christ. Um, you are not perfect. Don't don't think that you got to, like, do everything all in a day. You're not. You need. Here's the thing. Here, here's what my experience is. Um, Lord, I'm in, I'm imperfect. <laughs> I've, I've got some transgressions. Amen. You know, I used I used to live a certain type of way. You know what I mean? And so, um, I want to bring over to you these things that are my iniquities. These things that, like, you know, they were fun, but they're giving me hangovers. You know what Amen. I mean? Amen. You know, you, you can have a hangover with just having, you know, um, you know, a life of just being in debt that you can't even do anything. You're in bondage, right? You can have a hangover from, you know, drugs and alcohol, just the same as you can have with having like multiple relationships with women and having like um, baby mamas every, you know, in a lot of places, hangovers. So, mm -hmm. so there's a coming, you know, there's a coming to the father because you can't get the, you can't get the God head and don't want to deal with your imperfections. So yeah, if you are perfect, stay where you at. You know what I mean? If you got it all together and you're perfect, stay where you at. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know what I mean? And I want you to write a book so I can hear all about it. But if you are not perfect, this is for you. Um, get you the help that you need. And that's the Godhead. Because in fathering, in this leadership, in this influence, in this way that you have a presence in a room, men, um, you want to be well. You know what I mean? And being well is being honest with yourself. And let me deal with my imperfections. You know what I mean? Like, and there's some things about us that we've learned and we've adopted, you know, over time. You know, there's certain things about how we see ourselves in a certain kind of way because we are black or because we've been successful or because 
whatever it is that the world accolades have given you, right? Um, and, and those things are not enough, right? And so bringing those imperfections, getting the Godhead will allow for us to have the leadership so that when we are parenting and our voice that is, and this, and this, is, this is the one that's powerful too, is that you have a voice, brother, whether or not you are in Christ or not, but the, the question is, is are you speaking and being the, the father figure and the man that God has called you to be so that your children, your daughters, and that your, and that your sons can grow into the, you know, the version that God has made them to be? Now, we can bring our toxicity because I'm saying we got stuff that we got to work out. The shame and all these different things Brother Dixon just said, but there's a part of us that we need to bring to, to the altar, as, as the old church was saying, as the, the word say, we got to bring it to the altar to be able to, to deal with our stuff so that, that we can be better men than we were boys to, to, to lead and to, and to love over our, over our children. Well, you know, God is full of grace and mercy. <laughs> okay. And, and, and so no grace is you get what you don't deserve. Yes. <laughs> and mercy is you don't get what you do deserve. Thank you. So we are all flawed and God knows we're flawed. And so he's prepared to deal with us being flawed. So we can't be afraid to make a mistake because we're, we're full of them. We're full of mistakes. Anybody want to talk about all the mistakes they've already made? I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I, I, I do, I'll, I'll raise my hand first. You, you know, man. so ain't nobody mistake free. So you can't be afraid to make a mistake. See, God looks at the heart. You know, he wants to know where your heart is at, you know, because he know you ain't perfect. <laughs> so he wants to know, do you have a heart for trying to be perfect, trying to get what you need from him in order for you to walk this walk? that of imperfection you know and uh he, he's saying hey you know you, you need to turn to me to get what you need in order for you to do what you're trying to do versus trying to do it on your own or do it the world's way because you have other um i say like in a movie or in a play you have a whole lot of you know actors that are involved you know and and and, and, the, and the devil and the world and and you know you people you know that be in your ear to try to influence you you know books magazines there's a whole lot of actors that's playing a part in, in being in your ear influencing you and trying to give you the way that you need to go you know and, and so there's many distractions and you have gone down the path of a lot of them yeah you know and, and you have seen the results and here you are today and you can come to a summary about okay did that work for you and then you know whether or not we should do what we should do with the scripture says in Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom. You know, what we do is we seek first all the other stuff. And then after they don't work, then we say, okay, can we go to the kingdom now and see like, God, can you fix this? You know, can you help me? Can you help a brother out? Can, you know, can, I, you know? can I just say something about the other stuff? Cause you just rushed on through that. <laughs> the other stuff, fellas, you know what it is. You know what I mean? Like he, he just, he, see, see, brother Dixon's a good brother. You know what I mean? He's, he's my friend as well. But I, you know, we, what we try to do in the men's ministry, you know, and brother Q, man, like I, I want to call it out. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> the other stuff. <laughs> they always, we don't even want to mention it. You know what I'm saying? So the other stuff is the other stuff, fellas. And so um, you're making choices, my brother. You know what I mean? Like, how long do you want to hold on to the other stuff that don't really make you feel, you know, good for two, for, for you know, for a long time, you know what I mean? Like these are some temporary things, you know what I mean? Um, that we've gone temporary pleasures, temporary yes, pleasures. Yes. So I just wanted to come in and make sure that we keep it 1000 because that's what we try to do in the men's ministry. Because you know, the one thing about it is when you start talking about God and everything and in the scripture, you know, brothers think that we got it all together, you know what I mean, or that we had it all together. And so for me, I'm like, you know what. Let's talk about it because we ain't got it all together, fellas. And, you know, that other stuff has been my other stuff. You know what I mean? And we still have to deal with that other stuff even today. You know what I mean? Because the other stuff is all around us. And, and sadly, sadly, we are targeted and don't even know it um, about the things of the flesh, things about our heart, you know, lust and all these things. And so um, bring that other stuff um, and trade them, you know, let's trade the other stuff you know, for, for this life that, that God has. And, um, I just think it's important to, you know, what kind of father do you want to be? You know, what kind of man do you want to be? Right. Do you want to be an up and down, you know, father, do you want to be going through the challenges? Cause you're going to always have challenges, right? So I'm not, we're not selling you on like, you know, come to, come to God and you gonna have it all together, but coming, coming to God, but having his, his help, having his provisions, Right. Having his provisions. And so um, can you do talk to me because we're going to run out of time. And I want to talk about you mentioned about the absence of the father. Mm -hmm. There are women. Right. Because we're going to be having that. We're going to get into the father daughter breakfast. But there are women and men who had that father. Right. They had that father and that father is no longer here with them. So they can't like your daughter today, like you talk to her today or, you know, my son, you know, we're pouring it and that that voice is gone. Right. That voice is no longer like you can't just reach out, you know. And so one of the things about this podcast today was to tell to tell you, brothers, man, you matter. Mm -hmm. You matter. Everything about you, even though you struggling, you let your struggles tell the testimony of like how challenging life is, but you've never given up, right? Let your, let your testimony show like your love and your submission to something that was greater than you, our father, right? Doing it all alone isn't, isn't, isn't working for us. It doesn't work for us. And so coming back to just knowing that you matter and, and allowing your struggle and your, whatever your challenges are, right? Allowing those things to help you to be able to become become better, not hiding them, right? Not putting them to the side, not to, not not talking about them. But I wanted to, this podcast to be to where I want men to know, fathers, if you're struggling, you matter, right? Fathers, if you have been, you know, absent for a time, you still matter. Your voice matters. You get you get well, get with God. You have authority over your family. But the absence is something that is. You know, a lot of folks are dealing with who who had the father and, and there's this absence, um, you know, in their spirit of not having their father to, you know, to call on. Um, and to you that are watching this right now, like in my heart, I think, you know, let's let's um, let's always remember the hierarchy. There's always you have, we always have God, the father, no matter what our circumstances are. 
and it is and it is challenging and i don't know you know what I mean i don't know what that is like but i don't i do know how much i love my father my my physical my earthly father and so um i just want you brothers to know and and women who are watching this too let your father know let that man know if he needs encouragement and then brothers if you are important i don't care what i don't care i don't care what it looks like right now and so this is um your voice is your voice matters your presence just like brother dixon was doing what he what he shared about his own children you're building equity and um and let your testimony to get closer to god and to deal with your imperfections be what you leave with your leave for your children um but brother dixon the absence absent fathers and there's different ways that this is happening what do you have to say again you mentioned about they're listening to somebody else but what are your thoughts about the absent father well i, I think you hit you hit uh, hit hit a point that and I said it from the very beginning, you have an earthly father and you have a heavenly father. And um, that's even when we talk about singles, too. Um, when you're single, you have to definitely have your relationship with the father. See, whenever we have trials and tribulations and we're suffering from something that we don't have here on earth, our relationship with our heavenly father has to be stronger during that time period because he's well aware of our situation, our circumstances. He's well aware if you're single, he's well aware if you don't have a earthly father who no longer is around physically or they have uh, passed on. He's, it's not like God don't know, okay? It, it's not like it caught him off guard. In fact, he knew it was gonna happen when it happened for him to allow it to happen, yeah. okay? So, so he's the source. You know, see, our, our earthly father is a resource. We have to keep that in mind. Hey. He's not the source. Okay. The I source. Is, notes. <laughs> the, the, you know, the source is our, is our heavenly father. So you go to the source and now the source will lead, guide and direct you. He will give you comfort. He will deal, He will give you strength. You know, he'll put somebody in your life. He'll give you a father figure. He'll do all those type of things when you trust and believe in him. You know, because there are other men and there are other people in this world. That's the reason why he sold one another. He 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 brought us all together. I mean, Adam and Eve started off just by themselves. And God said, and, and, and on this big old giant planet, you know, Adam and Eve was all by themselves. And God said, I need to have y'all be fruitful and multiply. I need to have y'all fill up this whole doggone planet. And why does he want us to fill up the whole planet? Because everybody on the planet is supposed to to be your family it, because everybody on the planet is my family and if you choose to be in my family here's what the requirements are just like everybody else on the planet have a, 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 a requirement for you being in a family and God said I need to have y'all love one another and you know when you have the widow and when you have the fatherless they're supposed to be someone that's supposed to pick up on, and God has commanded. I, that's why I have all of you around. I have all you around to deal with the widow, for yeah. you to deal with the fatherless, because they need to have a father when they don't have a father. They need to have a, a man or a husband when they don't no longer have one. That's what we are supposed to be doing for one another. That's the love that we are supposed to have for one another. But people don't love one another because we have an enemy. We have Satan. And Satan says, no, 
I don't want y'all to love one another. I want y'all to hate one another. Mm -hmm. I want y'all to back, backbite and, and I want y'all to fight, and, you know, because I come to steal, kill, and destroy. So I need to have y'all killing each other. I need to have y'all destroying each other, destroying each other's lives. I need to have you tearing each other down, not building each other up. I need to have you playing the dozens. I need to have you just do put down after put down after put down, discourage each other, try to destroy. But see, Brother Q, no, he has a encouragement podcast we want to encourage you the number one thing that a man needs is a cheerleader amen i'm saying that to you women we need to have a cheerleader you know you know because boos you know louder than cheers and so we don't need to have you booing us we need to have you cheering us even when we don't deserve it we didn't work for it and we didn't earn it and we don't deserve it we need to have encouragement and we try to act like we don't need encouragement but we really do we need to be lifted up build up propped up you know, even when we ain't built up, lift up and propped up, you need to lift us up anyway and prop us up because then we'll start being who you made us to be versus being down and hiding and ashamed because we're not who we should be. So our earthly, our heavenly father produces earthly fathers for us when we have them absent. Um, Brother Dixon is my friend, y'all. I need y'all to get you a Brother Dixon in your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get you a Brother Dixon in your life. This is the Minute of Encouragement podcast, by the way. And um, Brother Dixon is my friend. He said so many things that um, if you're paying attention, and sometimes you might want to, you know, close your eyes and listen sometimes so that your heart can hear. Um, but when you talk about, you know, God is our resource, the Father is our resource. Our source. I'm, I'm, I just want to speak on the resource. Okay, okay, yes, the, yes. He gave us the Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't know what to do, Lord. You told me not to lean on my, my own understanding. He said, listen to me, right? <laughs> he said, listen to me. But the question is, is can you hear the Father's voice? Amen. Right? Amen. Can you hear the Father's voice? He gave us the resource. He gave us his word. And when you read the word, can you hear the Father's voice? Amen. Right? And so then, brothers, I say to us all, <laughs> where are we at? Are we reading God's word to hear his voice? Are we speaking and praying to God to hear his voice? So that when we hear his voice, his voice becomes hopefully our voice and our families. It hopefully becomes our voice when we are parenting and, and loving and on our jobs even as well. Right. And so there's a grooming <laughs> that God is doing. Mm-hmm. When, when we go and occupy and accept and receive him as the resource. Don't do it alone, fellas. Don't do it alone. It, it, it's, it's troubling that we, it's troubling that that is a, that's a second nature. You know, the sum, as you can say, it's the enemy and all those things. But I, I want to just kind of speak to you in a plain way. Like if that is your second, if that's your first thought is to do it alone. This earth. There's been men on this earth for a long time, and that's that has not worked well. And the statistics show us that when we're doing it alone, you know, we are dying early. High blood pressure, depression. There's a lot of things that are happening to us on the physical sense. So you can just ignore all the, you know, if you want to, foolishly, ignore all these encouragement about the, the relationship with the father. But your health is not well, right? When you just, when you're holding these things in. And so um, the resource, man, get your resources. You got to have resources. This this is all about resources. And that's why, like, even in the men's ministry, 
you know, Brother Dixon is a resource. Amen. And, and so like when I look at, you know, uh, Brother Mike and Clarence and, you know, my own, you know, earthly, you know, Brother Zimbalist, you know, these are these are resources. Get some. You know what I mean? And sometimes these resources can help you in those things that are in your heart. You know, I know it's important to be a father, a good father. I know it's not easy, but you got to make sure you got some you got some resources and some men who are doing it. You know, who are going to encourage you, who struggle, who failed already. You know what I mean? Who have failed in the worst kind of way. Um, but you got to be open to it, fellas. And I know that this is something that is real to most of us to, to struggle with that vulnerability to do that. Um, but as we um, we are going to be um, transitioning, um, the father daughter breakfast is coming up next month. And um, we are excited for this event. You know, this is that opportunity. Um, actually, Brother Dixon, do me a favor and let the people know about Father Daughter Breakfast. Like you tell it, because I love the way you tell it. Well, the, the, the Father Daughter Breakfast is something that the men came up with, um, our men's ministry. And uh, we, we thought it that, you know, oftentimes husbands and wives have a date night. You know, I mean, that's that's one of the famous things that go around right now as far as husbands uh, doing a date night with his wife. You know, we doing the hustle and bustle throughout the week and stuff like that. They try to come up with a date night. We thought that that would be a very good idea to do something like that with uh, fathers and their daughters. Um, you know, of course, you know, we know there's um, a father son, a father son situation that definitely needs to be enhanced. But oftentimes. Um, the father and daughters don't get a chance to have a time together that um, that they can value and that they can treasure. So we came up with that idea that it would be good for fathers to have an opportunity to come and bring their daughters. And what's so nice about that, we have seen 80-year-old fathers bring their 60-year-old daughters, you know, and uh, that's, that was a quite treasure sight. You know, of course, we've seen an 18-year-old boy, you know, bring his two and three-year-old, uh, you know, daughter, you know, and so but it doesn't just stop there. You know, uh, we have uh, granddaughters. We have fathers that bring uh, grandfathers bring their granddaughters. Uh, we have also we have uh, like myself, my daughter is out of town, you know, and I have many nieces here and I have brought all my nieces together and brought them. And it was a powerful thing just to have all my nieces together on an event like that. You know, so, you know. There, there are a lot of uh, women who need to have, you know, nurturing and care and, and love from a man. And here's the opportunity for that to happen. And um, so even if your, 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 your daughter has a, a, a friend, a close friend who doesn't have a father, bring her and be a father figure. You know, have both your daughter there and her, her best friend and bring or she have a couple friends, you know. So don't be afraid to, to bring some other little girls or some other girls who you need to have a father figure so we can be in an environment all together, all of us, all together with with the men and, and with the girls and with the fathers and with the nieces and grandfathers, granddaughters and stuff like that. It's just a great event to bring everybody together, have breakfast, have a meal. And then our guest speaker is going to be our pastor, uh, who this will be his first father daughter event. And so that's why we wanted to make him the speaker for this event. But it's, it's a great opportunity, especially for reconciliation. There's a lot of fathers and daughters who need to, you know, reconcile and get back together again. I know working in school, there was a lot of daughters who used to say, my father, he, all he is is just a sperm donor. 
He ain't in my life and he don't do anything else. And so there are a lot of those relationships that need to be healed. And this is a perfect opportunity because over a meal, a lot of healing takes place over a meal because it breaks everybody down and it makes everybody, you know, feel good about the eating situation over the table. And so this is an opportunity for you men out there and for you women who are hearing this, reach out to any man that you know that that needs to bring their daughter or even if you are not with, with the, the, the father of your daughter, that you encourage him and support him and get him to take your daughter to the event. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of different circumstances, right? So there's some there's some grandfathers who are in that in that role. There's some uncles in that role. Uh, there's some stepfathers that are in that role. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's some a lot of other things. And this is why I'm, I'm so thankful that we do have, you know, God, the father, because um, there's a lot of people who get left out. Right. But this day, this day, men, we are um, I think it's important for us to to model certain things. Just what just what a, a just the purity of a man with of manhood. And so why this is important, I think about, you know, dating like there's a lot you know when young women grow up and they want to date and be in a relationship you know like there's a lot of dating that happens different men right and i think like this father-daughter breakfast is an opportunity and and the um the the presence of a a man in a pure relationship with the you know with his daughter and is important because you get to let her know like things about a man that are good you know things about a, like how a man treats you know treats a woman, how you can speak to her and speak life into her so that you're already planting the seeds. You're planting the seeds and not like these, you know, these dating relationships that can go on forever, right? To try to establish, um, to establish what is, you know, what is love, you know, what is, you know, what is somebody who is a, you know, who is godly, you know, what are they like? Let that reference be, let that reference be hopefully influenced by you, Right. And so the father daughter breakfast, I'm encouraging everyone because I know this also is going to be um, food um, prizes and you know, be able to take a picture with your daughter. There'll be gifts and things like that. Um, but there's also going to be a good word. Right. A really good word. And it's not just for you, uh, men. It's, it's for you and it's for your daughter. And it's just for this moment. You know, this moment, as he said, like this is one of those rare occasions. And so I definitely um, I definitely want to just encourage everyone um to go online to um to the mount olivet website to the events and purchase your ticket they're only they're only ten dollars you know i've said this before it costs more to go to the movies you know what i mean and, and it costs a, you know it costs a whole lot more to go to disneyland and it's just an easy way for you to have a beautiful time um with your daughter so we hope to see you guys on february 18th brother dixon we're going to be wrapping up um are there any last words that you have for us today? Uh, no, just that once again, this is a minute of encouragement. We just want to encourage, you know, not only men, but women also. This is, uh, you know, encouragement. You know, uh, God is a one another God. And and there's many, many one another's. But one of the one another's is encourage one another. And so this is the reason why I love this podcast, because we want to try to encourage and uh, we, we try ourselves to remain as humble as we possibly can because we know we need encouragement also. So we want you guys to continue to keep encouraging us to come and, and do these podcasts for you guys and give it and give you guys uh, topics and things that you can all identify with and relate to.
Amen. Amen. And share the podcast. We appreciate you sharing it and um, appreciate the feedback that we've also received. You can follow us on Instagram um, and also on Facebook and we'll soon be on, on YouTube and Spotify as well. Um, but we definitely want you to share it. We hope that you were, um, you know, encouraged. That's what we hope. And we look forward to seeing you all next week. I thank you, Brother Dixon. And we thank you guys for watching or listening to this in replay as well. God bless. And we'll see you next week. Peace. All right.